All right. Hello, everybody. We're about to start YFD. Happy uh, belated Halloween to everybody. I hope everyone out there had a, a spooky Halloween. Kind of crazy and kind of weird that Halloween's on Monday night. Why can't we just say, like, Halloween is just always the last Saturday of October? Just make it easy. So it's always on a Saturday. I feel like that would be the easiest thing to do. But, um, I don't know. Anyways, no one listens to me. And they really should, because I have some great ideas. Also, they are knocking down the house next door. There's just a tractor next door just knocking down a fucking house. It's absolutely insane. Did you guys like my, uh, my costume? Sarah Nice costume? And we were very proud of it. That costume, the Morticia Adams and Gomez Adams costume, has been, it's been five years in the making. We wanted to do this when we first got together, but Sarah was like, no, we must wait until we're actually married and I'm actually an Adams and we're actually the Adams family before we do this. So we've been keeping that one on the back burner for years. And now that we've done it, I can finally divorce her. <laughs> it was a long con, guys. I, uh... I got married mainly for a costume. And you know what? That's for the right reasons. Okay? That's dedication to Halloween, to All Hallows' Eve. I'm kidding. We're not going to get divorced. We are madly in love, much like Gomez and Morticia are. I am devoted, much like Gomez is. And we kind of look like the Adams family. What we should be cast in the next one. Actually, Sarah looks more like Wednesday, if I'm being honest. But I could do look like Gomez. Got the same color. Kind of olive skin, dark hair. But now we got to start thinking about next year's costume. Like, we already got to get going with that. Because we're crazy. All right, let's get this uh, show on the road. As they say, let's call up the brand. Right. Let's call her up. Yes, we got to call her up. Call her up. Yeah, yeah. Call her. Oh, what's up? Hello. What are you doing? Just having a casual Tuesday morning coffee, you know? Um, what are you doing? Um, having a casual Tuesday morning maca superfood energy. Not an ad should be. I thought for sure that was a White Claw. No, I need to stop drinking for a couple days. You sound a little rough, I'm not gonna lie. Well, you know, it's, I can only do, I can't do two days of partying. I can't do that. Absolutely not. And that's the thing about Halloween, like, there's always a couple parties you gotta go to. We went to the big one on Sunday, and then, you know, last night was actually Halloween, so I went over to my brother's house, and, you know, they wanted to party, and I was like, oh, let's just do it. So I'm a little worse for the wear, if I'm being honest with you, but we're going to get through this. We were supposed to record, by the way, why I fears we were supposed to record yesterday, and I just pulled the ripcord on that. <laughs> that wasn't happening. I mean, I can't imagine if this is how you sound and look today, no offense. <laughs> Yesterday would have been a deep sea. What did you do for Halloween? I DJed at Soho House in Nashville. They had a Soho House there? It's new, yeah. It just opened maybe like six months ago. Um, but I've actually, so like fun fact for those, that, so if you guys don't know what Soho House is, let's be real here. It's this really, you know, silly membership only <laughs> club but um but it's also cool they have great food great vibes good cocktails and they basically have them in a lot of major cities and, and if you have a membership you can go to any of the houses in any of the cities which is great for me because i travel a lot so i've actually been on the committee they have committees for each house i've been on this nashville committee for years like eight years of them trying to open this house and they finally did it this past year which is really exciting so um, part of like my role as a committee member is to help with events. And so they asked me if I went to DJ Halloween. 
um, since my favorite holiday, and it was so freaking fun. Every okay, I, I really, I feel like you would agree, like, Nashville really goes hard for Halloween. Nashville goes hard for kind of everything. They do, but I really, like, I have some friends from, from not from here that are like, man, I've never seen a city just, like, decorate so extravagantly for Halloween, and everyone dresses up, and there's so many parties, and so at this party... The theme was decades of music, which is pretty cool. And earlier in the night, they would have like 70s music outside by the pool, 80s music upstairs in the soccer room, you know, like different music in different rooms, which was neat. And then um, obviously they encouraged people to dress as their favorite, like iconic, uh, mus you know, musicians, rock stars, that kind of thing. And people really went all out for it. I was very impressed. Um, and it was really just a really fun night. I did drink a lot. But I feel okay. Because you're on the Soho House board, does this mean yes. you get a free membership? Um, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was gonna say, what, what are the what's the perks here? It sounds like sounds like you're working for free, is what it sounded like to me. I do get a complimentary membership if I uh, maintain my committee responsibilities. At which any is nice. Soho House or the only the Nashville one? No, I'm a, I have an every house membership. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Like I, like I said, like I travel a lot. Um, they're opening one in Mexico City, but it's not open yet, which is a bummer because I'm about to go there. But there's one in Miami I go to a lot. Chicago's house is one of my favorites. Obviously, Los Angeles has a couple. New York has a couple. And then if you go over to Europe, there, there are ones everywhere. So it is it is a nice thing to have if you travel a lot. Yes, yeah, that's where Sarah stayed when she was filming Bumper in Berlin. Mm -hmm. They have so they hotel got rooms in a lot of them. Yeah. Yep. Really Her nice gyms in some of them. Yeah, speaking of Bumper in Berlin, I think that's coming out soon. So that'll be on Peacock. Yeah. That'll be good. That's exciting. Yeah. What'd you do? We went to a party. It was a, we went to Vanessa Hudgens' party, which was fun. lit and so much fun. There was a great band there, by the way. And then we went over to my brother's last night. And I got to know, like, I saw you were we, you, like Catwoman. Yeah. It was good. Thanks. What did you think? What did you think of the Adams Family? costume this year and then in comparison to other years i mean i loved the costume okay right i thought you guys looked phenomenal uh i i just the thing i liked about this year's costume for sarah especially i feel like is like she got to really go in hard on like the wig right and just like i don't know she really got to like get into a character and really go for it and dress up which was cool i think i think other years like it's just been I don't know. I don't know like, if you guys just haven't had to like dress up as much to pull off the costume. This year, I felt like it was like a lot of makeup, wigs, all the things, and I really liked that about it. I feel however, like there's a, there's a butt coming here. Well, I feel like, but I, however, I feel like you're asking me this because I feel like you did not get rave reviews. No, we did. I think everyone loved it. Oh, good. It. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I was thinking you were going to say everyone hated it. No, I think everyone liked it. I think everyone understood like the shtick of it all. Sarah said, and I think this is what you're trying to articulate. She was like, this is the first time I've been able to be sexy because we've always done, we've oh, always done role too. reversal where like I play the girl mm -hmm. and she plays the guy. And so this yeah. time she got to be like, you know, a bombshell, which by the way, uh, a lot of people think that that's, that she got a boob job and that's so funny, but no, it's like a prosthetic that like, you know, like, drag queens use and stuff that's because only your close friends got to see the story of her getting them put on <laughs> yeah i know yeah they, looked really, they looked really real though yeah yeah anyways but Impressive. there was a world where I, at, once we did it i was like it would have been so funny if i had been morticia and she was gomez yeah 
but not as fun for Sarah for sure. Yeah, I know. So maybe maybe next year we'll do that. I don't know. But we are we already got to start thinking about next year, which is tough. It really it comes in hot and quick, and it, it's really Halloween like to dress up properly is a lot of work. You know, I think that's oh, yeah. like a thing. Why I guess that's why most people don't go all in on Halloween. It, it is a lot of work, and it can be expensive too. Like it took me a solid hour just to do that stupid mask on my face i'm just not very good at like makeup especially like costume makeup like that and so it just took forever why didn't you just buy a mask uh, so i did and it just didn't fit right it okay. didn't look right i don't know and honestly i liked the makeup better uh like the mask like was plastic and just kind of looked cheap and I don't know. I think when you can do makeup and stuff, like it just elevates the Halloween costume. Also, it was nice that I didn't have the option to take it on an awful night. If I'd had a mask on, it I would have ne never kept it on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I grew my mustache, which was great because I've always had fake mustaches, and that ain't it, sister, because you're already like <laughs> feeling it. You yeah. Know? See? Yeah. It's better when it's just on your face. Totally. That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> Jizz joke right out the gate. Right out the gate. Speaking of, hey. Mm. Halloween costume companies. Let's fucking get it together and put pockets in these fucking outfits, please. Mm, I thought you were gonna say a pee hole, but yeah. They all, like, I get it. You're trying to make this cheap thing, but the most important night that you need pockets is on Halloween. Cause you're going out and you're partying and you got shit. You got your phone. You got, you know, be a jewel or something. I, I don't know. You, you got your wallet, your keys. I walked around like a crazy person holding like all that shit because I had no pockets, you know? You need a purse. No kidding, man, but Gomez doesn't have a purse, and I had to stay <laughs> true to the character. Uh, yeah, some sort of easy access, like pee hole would yeah. be great. Maybe put a zipper in the bottom there. Because for me, like I, I only allowed myself to go to the bathroom one time because it was such a thing to take off the whole jumpsuit and the belt and the, it was just a nightmare. You try not to mess up any hair and makeup, like it's terrible. Yeah. Need a little zipper down there. Come on. I spent a lot of money on that suit, too. It wasn't like a cheap buy from Amazon. And then they it comes no pockets? Guy. Yeah. I can't live like that. <laughs> Walking around like a crazy person. Just let me live. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just love Halloween so much. Now, like, now we just have to get their freaking Thanksgiving and Christmas. People are already pulling out Christmas decorations. It's just way too soon, I feel. I feel like you got to do Thanksgiving decorations first and then go into the Christmas sitch. Like pumpkins and stuff? Yeah. Autumnal, autumnal shades. Autumnal shades. You know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. People just, like, I guarantee you there's people putting up a Christmas tree right now. Oh, yeah. But we need, we still need to stick with the, the burnt oranges, you know? Mm -hmm. Agree. Roasted pine. Mm. Chestnut. The, those, the fall colors, guys. All right. We're not ready for fire truck red and hunter green. I do love hunter green, though. Great color. What's your favorite color? I don't really have like a favorite color. Interesting. I really like green actually. Yeah. And I really like purple. Wow. I know. Interesting. What about you? Well, it's an interesting question because is is it what color do I think looks best on my body when I'm wearing well, see, clothes? That's what I'm saying. It's hard to just say like I have an absolute favorite color because you need different colors for different situations. Yeah. I mean, my favorite color to wear is black, but that's not a color. That's, that's not a color. That's the absence of light. Correct, Bill Nye. 
I used to always say red and blue because that was the colors of my college. America? And America, boy. You know, and these colors, these colors don't bleed, my friend. All right? America. Stars and stripes, baby. Very interesting. Yeah. Red looks good on, on my body, especially when I'm tan. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would, I'll say I look best in warm colors. Mm. The, cool, the cool tones don't do it for don't me. Don't do it for you, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right, this yeah. is the dumbest conversation we've ever had, but um, here we are. Here we are. Should we shut the show? I think so. Uh, what do you got? Me or you? I think it's maybe me. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to a very autumnal your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy, kind of hungover. Kind of. Yeah. Is it sad that it now takes two plus days to get back to 100 after drinking? Dude, it's it's ridiculous. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. By the way, I did a new thing yesterday, and it's my, it's my new favorite thing. Okay. Wait, did, did you do your charcoal thing? What does that mean? Didn't you say you drink charcoal? Oh, the charcoal pills. No, but I should have done that. Yeah, you should have. So my neck's been messed up for a while, okay? Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's it ain't good, sister. So, and like, massages don't fix the problem. Mm. And it's like my whole back. It's all leading. It's all my whole back, like back strap leading up to my neck. And so I went to a hockey game, my buddy Kevin, and uh, he was like, you need to go see an acup acupuncturist. Acupuncturist? Mm. Acupuncturist? Yeah. Mm. Go get acupuncture. And I go, huh, you know, 10,000 years of Asian culture can't be so wrong. Let's try it out. So I go get some acupuncture. They put these little needles all over your back. Then they attach electrodes to that bitch. Mm -hmm. And they start electrocuting your body. For like 35 minutes, I was just getting zzz, 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 zzz. And then after that, this lady comes in there and puts these suction cups all over my back. Oh, yeah. It's called cupping, I guess. Cupping, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how are you, how do you not know about these things? I mean, I knew about them, but I've never done them. Oh. So then she puts these fucking suction cups all over my body. And uh, and it felt like it was crazy. It felt like, like, like 50 pound weights were on my back. And it was really just these things sucking on my back and now it looks like i got beat to shit it looks like i got into a bar fight with fucking the rock and he won but i will say this 
that shit felt good afterwards. Yeah? Yeah. I think I'm working for you? I think I'm on the acupuncture train. Okay. I mean people love acupuncture. Yeah. I know. My horse gets acupuncture. Bougie bitch. Wow. That's gotta be expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not cheap. How do you know if she likes it or not? Well, I always think she feels tremendously better the next day when I ride. But also you can tell when horses um, are enjoying stuff like that because they start to yawn a lot. That's like the sign that they're... Really? That they like it. Do they... That's how they re they're releasing endorphins. But she also was like, hey, you got to go see a chiropractor. C7 is way out and you need to fix that. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I trust it. I don't know if I trust it, man. I like the Cairo. I know, but I've just heard horror stories. And it's just one bad pop. And all of a sudden, you know. I know. But you got, just got to go to somebody good. I, who knows? Pro Who's... tip. Here's, a pro, here's the pro okay, tip. Here's me. who you find, okay? okay? yeah. You find whoever does the professional football team in your city. Mm -hmm. And that's who you go to. That's who you go to. You go to the ones that treat athletes. So it, when I lived in Denver, I would go see the guy that does the Broncos, and he was incredible. So I highly recommend finding somebody that specifically does, like, sports medicine-type treatment. Okay, that's good. That's a good call. All right, do you want to talk Batch? Did you watch B.I.P.? Oh, yeah, I watched it. Did you? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, why is there? You had, you had a big moment this week. What did I do? You got to host the date. Oh, yeah. I know, but they cut, up, they cut so much of it, but whatever. Well, it was they still, always do that. I know. You, are we shocked? It's so funny because I focus so much on, like, the dialogue that they give me. Like, the ex explanation of the games we were playing and, like, all these things. And then I watch it back and I'm like, why do I give a shit? They always cut all that stuff out. The stuff that they keep in is always, like, the dumb shit I say that's kind of funny. And not, like, any right. of the procedure procedural stuff in the show. So I just need to remember that. Like, who gives a shit? Why am I learning all this stuff? But that was a really fun date. The problem was there was no stakes in that date, you know? Like, those mm -hmm. two women didn't hate each other. Like, the brothers were obviously brothers or twins. You weren't sure if anyone was really going to like anyone. And so it was like, okay, there are no stakes. Let's just have a stupid-ass date. And mm -hmm. we made them do some nasty shit. You couldn't pay me to, like, drink out of somebody's belly button. That is nasty. You've never done a, a belly button shot? Absolutely not. Yeah. It is pretty Absolutely gross. Absolutely not. Licking you know of the armpit? in your belly? Like, people don't clean their belly buttons. Probably. No. Especially, how old are those twins? Like, 20? Yeah. 20-year-olds aren't cleaning their belly buttons. No. Never. No. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty gross. And then, like, yeah, we made, we made someone lick someone's armpit. That was pretty gross. Yeah. The egg up the butt thing was really funny. It went for a long time. <laughs> we were like, Chanel. I liked when they, when they came back and were trying to explain it to yeah. everybody. I think people were, like, thinking, like, the egg is going all the way up the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, pe there was like, penetration. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, but let's let's reel it back. So, I guess, like, the big storyline is Rodney and Eliza, Logan and Kate. Plot twist. It's tough. Like, I call bullshit on both the Eliza and Kate explanation for why to go on a date because the person didn't say, hey, I don't want you to go on the date. I think that that's a very convenient way to get to go on a date without seeming like the bad guy unless like putting it on them mm -hmm. how do you feel well i think it's really interesting that both of the women are, are kind of like having saying having the same feelings right but neither one of them are communicating to their partner i mean no the problem here is like no one's communicating with each other right like let's take logan like i think logan is a little bit more like sensitive is the nice way to say it here's the thing guys 
men, boys, women want to be fought for. Like if you have watched, not that men are watching The Bachelor in Paradise this week, but if you're watching this show, like, and you can take one thing away from it, it's like women want to be fought for. They want to see action and they want somebody that's like bold and gonna like stand up and be like, that's my girl. Like that's like a pretty like common thing with women is like wanting that. And so like, I think a lot of these guys are just kind of being pushovers and like not, not like, feeling like they can get up and like fight for their girl. And and I they're saying like, oh, you know, it needs to be her choice. Like I, I you know, I don't wanna be a hypocrite. Like I'm gonna let her go. Like I think they're scared of of maybe looking like a bad guy by not letting them go, but really they're digging themselves a grave because the women want them to stand up and be like, no, that's my girl. Don't I don't want you to go. I want, like I want them to fight for them, right? And these guys just aren't getting it. Yeah, but remember both of those relationships started because the guy went on another date I with know. somebody else. So I know, that's what the, I'm saying. I get it. They don't want to, you know, say they, they like, don't want to be hypocrites. hypocrites. I know. And, However, okay. that doesn't take away from the fact of like the core of what a woman wants is to be fought for. What a girl wants, what it's a true. girl needs, whatever yep. makes we, you we happy see down some on the beach. Yeah. And I'm thinking you for giving me that day card. Maybe not so much Kate, but I think Eliza wants to go on this date. I do too. I think she is so flattered, right? That Justin came in and was like, I want you. I'm here for you. Like, it's just blinding her, blinding her. Justin's nice guy, but also bullshit. You liked, you were waiting for Sally originally, you know? Oh, he is only here for more screen time. He's not here for He came just for her? That, that's not what the story was a week ago. I know. Genevieve and Aaron are the greatest two idiots I think we've ever had in the speech. I'm obsessed with them. It's They're so funny. And they're also, like, pretty emotionally mature, I think. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. But not smart enough to articulate how they feel to one another. I know, it's especially like, Aaron, which is typical dude, Yeah, you know? I totally understand their points of view, and, like, I think that they have, like, a relatively healthy relationship. They're just such wackadoos that they can't properly articulate what they're trying to say to one another, and that's where yeah. the disconnect is, and it's so <laughs> freaking funny to me. It's great. I mean, I really thought she was going to leave. And we I did too. We, I was, we got a car for her. I know. I was devastated. And it was so funny. Like the two girls, wait, hold on, Genevieve, don't leave. And they're like, we're in the jungle path now. And then Aaron comes and they're like, fuck, this is awkward. I want to be here. And like, well, we got we to gotta sit here and watch, watch this thing. And they were mm -hmm. just stuck there. I thought that was freaking hilarious. Super entertaining. Here's what I think. I think Genevieve's issue is that she can't communicate her feelings without crying. Yeah. I think that's tough. Like when you just start crying, then you can't think straight and you can't communicate right. And then Aaron, to me, when he's trying to make a point, like when he finally decides to say something about how he's feeling, it comes across very hostile. And I started it and I did not mean to start it. The whole bit, it was Alex. I think it was Alex was like, I'm confused. Who is this guy and why is he here? And the whole purpose of that one story was for them to explain to Alex why Justin mm -hmm. was back as a storytelling device. Right. So I was like, all right, Genevieve and Aaron, like explain to Alex what happened. And then the wheels came off because Aaron perceived this weird thing and he slams his cup down and he walks off. And I had 
no idea. Like, it was so funny when she was like, uh, 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 uh. And I was like, are you having a seizure right now? Like, you, are you, what? what's wrong with you? I think I said, see, no, maybe I said, did you just short circuit? <laughs> and she's like, he's so mad. And I was like, no, he's not. He just walked away. And I think he went to go take a shit. No, but he was pissed. He was pissed. So then he goes up to the pool bar. She follows him up there. He explains why he's upset. Can you, like, leave me alone and kind of let me, just, like, let me deal with this? And she storms off and starts crying, and then he feels bad. And But, but what I didn't love about it is because she, she kind of took away his moment to be able to kind of, like, internalize the whole thing, you know? But here's the part. It's the way he said it, though. He said, just because it's a good time for you and all you think about is you, but this ice isn't a good time for me, but it's all about Jimmy. He was very hostile instead of just saying like, hey, I need a sec to yeah. like process before I can have a conversation with you. He had to like make it about her and point the finger at her and be like, you know, it's about you. Yeah. I'm just saying it's all too hostile. He needs to learn how to like take a breath and say things without like pointing the finger at the other person. Verbal skills. Do they need a therapist in paradise next year? Call me. That's me. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> You're out here starting this shit. I know. I didn't mean to. But, hey, made for the best part of the episode, so you're well, welcome. Yeah. American Broadcast Company. And what else? What else happened that was somewhat interesting? I'm shocked that Kate, first of all, would go on any date, much less with fucking what's-his-name, the Rambo guy. I know. That's what sucks about how we had to film it this last season. I had no idea who that person was because I hadn't seen the season. Mm. If I had known that that was that Rambo, like if I had known that story, you're the guy used his dog as a and sob didn't learn, story. Didn't learn the lesson. He's still doing it. Oh, he I went know. on the date with Kate and did the exact same thing after watching himself on TV last year or whatever it was. Fuck that up. Like I know. what an idiot. And it was pretty great though. I wish I just had known who that guy was. Two things that like I I think I need more of. I need more Brittany and Tyler. I know. Like, I want to know this story. They're mm -hmm. cute. Like, he's very much a fan favorite right now. I know that. Mm -hmm. And he's so hot. Yeah, he's a good looking guy, and she's pretty. Stunning. Like, Spagliato. Stunning. Um, stunning. Ooh, stunning. I want to see more of Danielle and Michael, but that I know next mm -hmm. week is their big moment. Their big moment. That's good. Yeah. I'm hosting that date, too. Quick question. What is the drama that's popping up on TikTok about Brandon going on a podcast and like saying some shit about something? Okay. I'm not really in the mix of all this, but I asked Rodney, I was like, what is all this about? Because Brandon said they cut something that, is it Olu did? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll learn more about it when we have the, like a tell-all or a live show. I think that'll be the opportunity for it. But I think that like Olu was like going hard at Serene and I think she was like not having it. How I perceived it was that he might've like overstepped his bounds and Serene came back to the beach and told the guys and then also her boyfriend like, hey, this Olu guy wouldn't take the hint. And I mm -hmm. think that they thought it was gonna play on the show and it didn't because mm. Yeah, but you could. Why I wonder. Yeah, I don't know, but you could tell when they were like when Jesse was like, "So who do you guys have a real connection with?" And like no one had a connection with that guy, and it was kind of awkward. And it was like, "What's uh -huh. what, what's the story here?" So I really mm -hmm. don't know. I think I think that's the idea, but I think we'll probably get a lot more of this story if we have a after show, which we will, I by see. the way. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Anything else? No. Is that it? I think so. Okay. 
Yeah, good season. It's just long. Yeah. We still have How more. How many more? Well, I think it goes until like Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. I know. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It used to be a sprint. Mm. It did. used to be just like eight episodes. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Enough batch. You got uh, some favorite things, bro? Or what? Bro. Yeah, I do. I watched the season premiere of The White Lotus last night. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. Is it great? Oh, I think it's going to be really, really good. So the only character they really bring back this season is uh, Jennifer Coolidge. So basically, like, the White Lotus was this, like, hotel in Hawaii. Everybody was at last year. Now they are doing a uh, shoot, like, it's, like, on location at the White Lotus in Italy, in Sicily this year. And so Jennifer Coolidge, like, rolls up to this hotel. And then they bring in a bunch of new characters, one being Theo James. And we get to see him naked in episode one. Thank you, HBO. You are redeeming yourself for taking Time Traveler's Wife away before it was finished. There's a girl with dark hair that plays the other guy's girlfriend, and she's so good. Hold on. Aubrey Plaza. What has she been in? Well, Parks and Rec? Yeah, she was in Parks and Rec, and then she's been in a bunch of movies. Okay. Yeah, so she's in it. She plays, like, the, the Theo James. It's, like, Theo James, his wife, and then this other guy and her. Two couples that are, like, have, like, come on this trip together. And she is so freaking hilarious. She, everyone else is so happy to be there. And, like, Theo and his woman are, like, super like loud and happy and big personalities and wear bright colorful clothing and this girl's in like all black all the time she has resting bitch face she always looks pissed she's kind of mean to her husband like it is the funniest thing i've ever seen um so really good casting i think for season two i mean they also casted well last season yeah michael imperioli's and in it as well from uh sopranos Oh yeah, the, the cast is stacked, which isn't shocking for an HBO show, but it's good. I mean, obviously episode one was just basically an introduction to characters, but um, you can tell there's definitely something up with Theo's character. Like he just, I feel like he's going to end up maybe being a bad guy of sorts, which I'm excited about because I feel like he typically plays the good guy and stuff, you know? Do you see all, like both dick and balls or... I think you just, just balls. See, just I think dick? you really just see his ass, but oh. I mean, he strips down naked. He's, I mean, his ha his ass is stunning. Like I don't know, stunning. It's just, ooh, stunning. Okay, cool. I'll watch it. It's good. Yeah. So hi highly recommend starting White Lotus season two. Got it. Finally watched Nope. Have you seen that? No. It's Jordan Peele's new sci-fi thriller, horror, whatever you want to call it. The residents of a lonely. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. Nope. You know, Jordan Peele did... Get Out. And Us. You know, like, very good thrillers or horrors that was also saying something, like there was some sort of social commentary, like, underneath, which is what mm -hmm. was great about it. And I might be wrong about this, but I don't know if there's any social commentary underneath this one. It's just... Get on it an alien movie so if any wife tears out there kind of un like know what the social commentary is tell me because I, I think i missed it but the cast is great it's daniel kalula who's in like a lot of jordan peele stuff you know and then did you ever watch the walking dead no oh well anyways if you watch the walking dead you know glenn glenn's great his real name is steven yoon i think he's in it he's great and then but here's the scene stealer kiki palmer is in it and okay. I know I've known Kiki for a while. Mm -hmm. She did a show with with our good buddy Matt Shively like back in the day, like on Nickelodeon. 
And then, of course, I knew her when she was doing SSK with Dre Hannah stuff. And she is so good. She has so much dialogue, and she's so funny and just absolutely kills it. And it's like one of those things like, oh, my God, I forgot how great of an actor Kiki Palmer is. Like, aside from, like, the singing and being just drop-dead gorgeous. So good. And then there's also a breakout star, this guy named Brandon Perea. He is so funny. He plays the tech geek. He's a scene stealer as well. So anyways, Nope's pretty good. I just don't know what the social commentary is. It's maybe it's because I'm just stupid, but um, it's good. I'll have to check that out. Well, I watched a show on Netflix that is the saddest thing I've seen in a very long time. Okay. Have you uh, heard of From Scratch? No. It's a Netflix limited series. Zoe Saldana is the lead in it. Oh, yeah. Um, she might be like a producer on it, too. I can't remember. But um, uh, one of my really good friends, Marta, is actually in this show here and there. And she was the one to tell me. I didn't even really know. I guess Zoe Saldana is married to an Italian guy in real life. Oh. And, and so, like, in this show, she, in episode one, she, like, goes to Italy for, like, an art class or something and meets a guy and they, like, fall in love and he ends up coming back to the States with her or whatnot. And so I guess that's, like, kind of parallel to her real life. However, it is the saddest show. I, I have, I think, one or two episodes left. And I don't want to ruin it for you guys because it, you should watch it. It's very cute. But prepare to be sad. I mean, I feel like every episode is just one blow after another. Bad things happen to them. And you're just like, all right, these bad things are happening, but like, when is something good going to happen to like redeem the story here? And so far, nothing good is happening. Like, yeah, their love is beautiful. They're so in love. It's so precious. Like, love that for you guys. But this is fucking sad. Like the life, their life is like hard and they, it's just brutal. And like, I get it. Like love a good realistic, like life is hard thing. But it's so sad. So just if you want to have a good cry, if you want to just cry for like eight hours straight, binge from scratch. Um, but it is good. I love Zoe Saldana. I've always loved her. Yeah, it's kind of surprising she's doing like a TV show. I feel like she's a movie star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. She is 44 in real life and looks, plays like a 25-year-old in this show. Yeah. It's insane. Well, looks she's so good. She's beautiful. Stunning. 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 <laughs> oh, stunning. I have a maybe don't watch. Ooh. We, you know, we were getting in the Halloween spirit, so we wanted to watch some like spooky stuff. And so we watched this movie called The Invitation. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm. A young woman is courted and swept off her feet, only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. The Invitation. She's in Game of Thrones. Her name's Natalie Emmanuel. She was like uh, Khaleesi's like right hand lady. Oh, love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's. She's beautiful. I think how it starts is she like does like the ancestry.com thing or whatnot and finds out she has family in England. And so like she like meets up with someone from her family in, in New York and they invite her to like this wedding in England, you know? And so like they fly her out and all this stuff. And she's just like taken aback by the beauty and the, the, the grandeur of where they're staying. But then all of a sudden shit starts to get a little weird. It effectively turns into it's like a Illuminati slash vampire thing. And uh yeah, it's not it's not not the greatest, but it's hmm. you know, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. But but don't watch it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Okay, sounds a little weird. I know that you do not watch Tell Me Lies, am I correct? You've never watched no. that show. Tell me lies, tell me sweet um, little lies. We've, I think we've talked about it before. I think I mentioned it when I first started it, but it's that Hulu show based on a book. Um, <clears throat> I watched the finale, and 
like the show was starting to lose me a little bit. I felt like it was getting a little bit slow and repetitive, but the finale was very good. So if you haven't stuck with that show, I would recommend like catching up and finishing the season. Um, the last episode is really good. They just do such a great job of making you hate Steven. Mm. Like, and which I, I love it when they, when, you know, like a, a, like a show or a movie can really make you feel just like so passionately about a character a certain way. Um, you just hate his guts. And, uh, and it's weird because, you know, the lead girl, Lucy, is her name in the show. It's like I have mixed feelings. Like I want to love her and I want to root for her because she's the lead, right? Like whatever. And like you, you want her, like you want to root for her, but she just makes the dumbest decisions. And you're like she's so obsessed with this guy, and he's such a psychopath. And you just want to shake her because she just keeps going back. And there's a nice little twist at the end of the of the season finale that I, I like I knew Steven was like involved, right? With like the whole the whole thing that's going on. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. I was a little bit shocked at the very, very end. So that's I always love like that kind of ending. So I'm sure they'll come back with a season two and it's it's a good show. Good watch. The story of a young woman's obsession with a man who's good at being charming. Tell me lies on Hulu. You know what's funny? He's not even good at being charming. He's that guy that is just a complete dick and women just love it just fall all over it like he's very manipulative he's very good at just like drawing you in by being an asshole like ugh, i hate i hate men garbage i finally finished the patient speaking of shows on hulu oh my mom brought that up last night and said she couldn't finish it that it lost her was it worth it that's exactly what happened to me i feel like it just dragged on for too long it was like is this guy ever gonna get out of this basement or not and then i was too far in, I couldn't give up, you know? And I finally get to the end, I'm like, ah, that's the ending? Okay, so, so anyways. So it wasn't great? I mean, Steve Carell is really good. I think your mom's right, like it just dragged on way too long. And they could have cut four episodes off that thing and we would have been fine. Yeah. One show that I do really wanna watch is Chloe Moretz's new show, Peripheral. Oh, you, I did too. Is that out yet? It's out as of this last week. So. I love her. Yeah, you know, I met her at the Men Tell All on The Bachelorette years ago. Why was she there? She's a fan of the show, I guess. And Alon invited her, and I was like, I met her, and she was very nice. I haven't started this, but I really, really want to watch it. It's on Prime. Set in the future when technology has altered society, a woman discovers a secret connection to an alternate reality as well as a dark future of her own. The peripheral. Yeah, it's, it looks good. I don't know, looks kind of looks kind of crazy. She's a great actress. So yeah, I'll have a, a full update for you next week. On that Got one. it. Yeah. You know what else is uh, coming out in a little less than two weeks? What's that? The new season of Yellowstone, baby. Oh, We're yeah. getting a two hour season premiere. Oh, thank, yes! thank Jesus Christ. Think, baby, Two baby. hours of Luke Grimes on my television. You're, you know they're doing they're doing like a 1923 or something as well. Yeah, isn't Harrison Ford in it? Yeah, the cast is crazy. I ran mm -hmm. into Greg Sulkin the other day. He's like mm -hmm. he's our, yeah. one of our neighbors. His girlfriend is on the show. Oh, the cast is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that I think the first one was just so well received and so popular. Of course, they're going to go all out for the cast for this next one, you know? Yeah, Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, mm -hmm. Robert Patrick, who was great in Terminator 2, by the way. And uh, yeah, Michelle Randolph. Michelle's in it? 
Yeah, that's Greg Sulkin's girlfriend. Oh, that's Greg's girlfriend. That's crazy. I know. Remember her sister was on The Bachelor? Yeah, I didn't know Michelle was an actress. I thought she was a mo- I just thought she modeled. I don't know. But yeah, he was like, yeah, she sent me a picture of like her chair next to Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. I was like, damn, that's good. That's insane. I can't believe, I mean, I guess I can because Kevin Costner does Yellowstone, but like Harrison Ford doing this show? Mm-hmm. That's hot solo. I know. TV's taken over, man. Yeah, it really is. We do have some voicemails. By the way, apparently we need to re-record the voicemail message because it's very loud. So maybe at the end of this episode, oh. we'll we'll do it. Okay. Well, let's just do it right now so then people know what to expect. Sure. You ready? What uh, What are we saying? Maybe we'll do it like we, how we start the show. Mm-hmm. Like with the bros and hoes. So I'll say... You start it and then I'll just take over because... Because I don't, I don't even know the number. <laughs> that's fine. But they've already, they already know the number because they've called already. This is so, the, this so, is the, this is the voicemail oh, message that they're going to hear. Oh, oh, okay. 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 I'll just start. I'll start. Just, start. Go, just go for it. Hey, bros and hoes. Thanks for calling into the YFT podcast with Wells and Brandy. No, I think what I was saying is like you like do like the intro of our show. Oh, you know that doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Start with bros and hoes. Uh huh. But then be like. You're not listening. What are you you're, doing? You're calling in. Oh. You're calling into the hotline. You've called it. Okay. Go for it. All right. Bros and hoes, you're calling into the hotline for the YFT podcast. No, so, okay. So do it like. <laughs> you got to tell me what the fuck okay. you want. I want you say, like, bros and hoes, you're calling into the YFT podcast with, and then just like we do oh. the thing. We have a thing that we do. Okay. But you're changing the thing. Bros and hoes, you're calling in to... I'm confused. Bros and hoes, you're calling you're in calling to You're calling in to, to the, your favorite... Should I say your favorite thing? Your favorite thing hotline. With... Hotline. Hotline. Okay. Okay, go for it. Bros and hoes, you're calling in to your favorite thing hotline with... Wells and Brandy coming at you live. So leave a message uh, of your favorite things or your least favorite things. We don't really care. Also, we love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Beep. There we go. We did it. That was fun. Wow. Okay. We did it. Um, before we dive into voicemails okay. quickly. Yeah. Um, I have a TikTok question. Got shoot away. Fire away. Have you have you seen these videos that girls are posting where they're going to the bathroom and they they pull down their uh, pants and their underwear, and then they take, then they like keep their AirPods tucked into their underwear and pull them out. What? Have you not seen this? No, I'm not. I'm, why am <laughs> I want that on my? What, what's going on TikTok? I saw another video of it yesterday. I should have just sent it to you. Um, but this is like the fourth or fifth video of this I've seen. This is a thing. Girls are pulling down their underwear and keeping their AirPods tucked into the little pocket in the in the crotch of their underwear. It's very strange. But, but why? I don't understand. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I'm like, to me, this seems like you're like out at the club or at the bar, and like this is a, a convenient, sneaky place to keep your AirPods. But why? Yeah. I need some. I need the Y of Tears to help me out here. Why is this a thing? Why is this trending? Why are we keeping AirPods in our underwear? Guys, and also, like, what's girls? happening with your yes. algorithm that, like, you're getting a bunch of videos of, like, girls having iPods in their underwear, you know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it's very – it makes me feel uncomfortable. It says something about honest. it. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> why are we putting AirPods in our underwear? Yeah. 
I don't know. And then you're going to put them in your ears? Nope. Not for me. Are they like AirPods or are they like headphones with like, with like a wire? No, no. They're the these. Yeah. And then they just put them in their vagina? And they're in their the pocket of like, you don't know this, but like women's underwear has like this little like. Yeah, I've noticed that actually. Why is there a little <laughs> pocket in there? What do you, is he, do you keep a, like a key in there or something? Or like Apparently you keep AirPods in yeah, there. That makes sense. I've been wondering where yeah, the it's, AirPod it's pocket like, is for girls. It's like this double layer at the very like, yeah. in the very like crotch area. Yeah, I've seen it for sure. I just always thought <laughs> you guys kept snacks down there. I mean, would you keep a snack down there and then eat it? I mean. Is that, does yeah, that seem logical I, on your end? I mean, I, I go down there anyways. You know, even sometimes when there is no snack. <laughs> That's too much. That's TMI. <laughs> the visual. I hate it. Um, yeah, well. You away. open the show with a with a jizz on my face joke, and then I say sometimes you go down for some cunnilingus, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, now you're going to be going down there for to get your AirPods out when you're at the club. <laughs> so that's where you keep them, apparently. <laughs> oh. oh, going down there. Sarah gets all excited <laughs> and it's like, nope, I just actually need to take a phone call and I need my pods real quick. Maybe it's a thing where it's down there and then like they, someone calls like their phone and the AirPods like ring and it's a little vibration and it's like, it's like a vibrator. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not going to give it a try because, like, yo, no. Um, let's play some of these voicemails. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Lauren from New Jersey. I'm a day one listener. Love you guys. Never miss an episode. Thank you. Truly value all of your recommendations oh. and I bring them home to my husband every week to start a new show. I have been really loving a show on Apple Plus called Bad Sisters. It's kind of like a... Murder mystery, in a way. There's a lot of comedy mixed in there. It's set in, like, the coast of Ireland, so it's just really pretty to watch. Highly recommend. I really liked it. And there is truly one of the most hateable characters ever to exist on the show. So it was uh, really enjoyable just watching him die. <laughs> um, hopefully you guys have a great Seriously. week. And I can't wait to hear the show. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Follows the Garvey sisters, who are bound together by the death of their parents and a promise to always protect each other. Bad sisters. Family. It's a killer. On Apple Plus. All right. Thank you for that call. That sounds good. What else we got? Hi, Wells and Brandy. I just listened to your last week's podcast. And thank you. I laughed so hard when you talked about soaking. What the actual heck is going on in this world? There's no way. That's just lazy sex. That's not... No, there's no loophole. You either just don't or you do. I don't think God sees you being lazy and then says, that's fine. As long as you're being lazy, I approve. No. <laughs> but it killed me. So, yeah, that picture will never leave my head. One of my favorite things has been Best in Doe. I really love it. I... um work as a care aide for people with disabilities in a home and I put on that show for them and this one girl she's absolutely my favorite she absolutely loved it and was very mad at me when I told her we had to turn it off to go eat dinner so um definitely one of my favorite things and very cute and very well done so great job and one more favorite thing would be Danny being down on the beach of 
VIP. Um, love her. I was in shock when she came down, but my heart left a little because I am so excited to see where her relationship with Michael goes. So, yeah, I love you both, and I hope you have a good week. Bye. Oh, thank you. Super cute. <clears throat> Very. Last one. What's up, bros and hoes? What up, dude? This is Brianna from Michigan. Hey, Brianna. Um, love you both so much. I love you, too. This week, I'm calling in with actually my mom's favorite thing. Oh, okay. So we started watching Best in Doe, and we finished it all pretty quickly. But after it was all wrapped, I said, so, Mom, what do you think of Wells? Um, I told her all about YFT. And when I tell you my mom went on like a five-minute rant about how much she loves Wells and how Wells should be the host of all these different shows, yeah, she just loves you. Well, so moms do that's love my me. mom's favorite thing. Wells, uh, she would hire you for any job, okay. uh, maybe even Some if you just director? want to come hang out. Seems like she's down for that, too. <laughs> so she loves you. She thinks you're handsome, cute personable, yep. friendly, that's true. engaging, uh-huh. and a hell of a lot better than a lot of the hosts we see on some of our Netflix shows. So, yeah. um, hats off to you. And also another favorite thing was definitely seeing Noah sing with Trace. Oh Aww. my God, that made my life. Shake It is the most iconic song of my middle school years, and when I tell you me and my friends had um, an obsession, we really did. We made shirts for him and we never even made it to a show but being able to see him sing with noah all these years later is just incredible so um ding 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 love you both and i uh, can't wait for this week's episode bye oh thank you Cute. do you hate it when people give me compliments i mean one or two is fine yeah, yeah, but yeah. like i could just see your ego yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. expanding by the nanosecond yeah so. and i could see like the fire in your eyes grow as she kept on complimenting me or her mom did i'm I like suppose. okay okay let's yeah, bring it yeah. down a notch here let's bring it back down to earth please yeah. thanks yeah all right. Well, those are great. If you guys want to call in and tell us your favorite things, uh, you can. Uh, the number is 858-630-1856. 858-630-1856. And uh, we've, we will update the voicemail message because apparently it's very loud and shocking. And it makes sense because I think I recorded it like on my iPhone when I was like traveling or something. So sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. I got some Muzaks. Cool. You want to hear something? Sure. So this is Dylan Chambers and G-Love and Special Sauce coming together for a song called Mystical and Paranoid that I was um, I was super into. Hmm. Check it out. Kind of a fun tune for like the holiday season, you know? Yeah. It's got a, kind of like a Here Come the Mummies vibe. Did you ever go see that band? Mm-mm. Oh, they're great. Do you ever have a chance? Uh, I think they're a Nashville band. We used to book them a lot for Lightning 100 events, and they all dress up like mem- like mummies, and apparently they're all 
no one knows their real like who they are because they're in mummy costumes but apparently they're all like really well-known session musicians oh that's cool uh but no one knows who they are anyways that's cute. I really like that. Oh, and also, my good friends uh, Sarah Jean Kelly and David Bournet have a new song out, and it's great. Uh, it's called Peaceful Rest. Down below the bones and flesh, I lay you to a peaceful Digging on that. Peaceful rest. That's Sarah Jean Kelly and David Bournet. Go check them out. Nice. You got anything? I've got one. Okay. Popped up on my release radar, I think last week actually, but um, there is a mashup. It's Post Malone's Cooped Up and Return of the Mac. And they like blend it together. And first of all, it's such a vibe. And second of all, I'm like, this is so similar. But when I listened to Cooped Up, I didn't hear Return of the Mac. And... But I'm like, now that I hear it, I'm like, did they have to like pay to use that? Did they have to like pay for that before they even put Cooped Up out? Would love to know. Good stuff. Super fun. Yeah. I love Posty. Yeah, it seems like that guy can't do any wrong. I know. Yeah. All right, is that everything? Did we do it? I think so. Did we do the we show? We did it. We did I it? Think, yeah. Okay. You got something big coming up? What do I got coming up? We got coming up. I I got kinda, I'm going to Wyoming in a couple weeks fun. for a photo show for a magazine that I'm really excited about. Um, more deeds to come. And then I'm coming out to Ella. When? Um, I'll be there on the 17th. Okay. And then um, popping over to Mexico City with my sister. She's playing at Corona Capital Festival. And then popping back to Ella for Thanksgiving and her birthday. So I'll, I'm going to be in LA for a hot second. Nice. So hopefully I get to see you a little bit. Yeah, come on over. We'll do this thing live. Yeah, live, baby, live. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? We're going to New York. Sarah is oh. performing in the um, Thanksgiving Day Parade. That is so exciting. Yeah, I know. So I, I'm pumped about it because we always host Thanksgiving and it takes the pressure off us. I don't have to do it. I don't have to cook anything. I mean, I, maybe I will, but we had, we had to be with her parents. We get to see her on a float. She's going to be performing with uh, Adam Devine and Flula and Jamila Jamil, uh, who are all in, in the bumper show that she's in, the Pitch Perfect so bumper cool. show. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess peep us on uh, that Thursday morning. Well, I'll be there. Very exciting. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, why have tears? We love you. We love you. 
Happy Halloween to everyone. And let's keep those autumnal colors rocking. All right? God, this is a vibe. It's so good. Okay, bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.